Jordan Cunningham. He is the Area Young Life Director in Mansfield, Texas, so he made the drive up this weekend to be with us. So will you put your hands together with me, and let's welcome our friend Jordan Cunningham. All right, give it up for your pastors, Gabe and Amanda, right now. Come on, make some real noise for those folks. Those are the real heroes. Now I wonder if you can make some noise for Jesus Christ right now. Can we do that? Amen. Isn't it great to be just here with friends and great to be with beautiful people? Hey, I wonder if you could just take a minute and look at your neighbor and just tell them you are beautiful. And you're beautiful. All right, look at your second choice now. The, the, your second choice and tell them. Hey, you good looking too. Don't get me wrong. You good looking too. <laughs> Man, nice to see you folks. Man, I love what is happening at Impact Church. I love the slogan, make an impact. And man, last, how about last Saturday was it? You guys were out in the community doing all kinds of stuff, making an impact in Paris, Texas. Come on, somebody, making an impact. You know, it's a church that's not just talking about it, but being about it. It's one thing to say, hey, we're going we're gonna to try to make an impact here. But it's another thing to say, you know what? We're going to get three teams together, and we're going to go to different parts of the community, and we're going to go make an impact in this city. And you did that. And that's awesome. So give yourself a hand for making an impact in Paris, Texas. Hey, it's just the beginning of what's going to happen here. I, I drove around uh, the future impact church facility uh yesterday and just getting excited about what's to come there at that facility so great things are in store for this church and for this community and i love each and every one of you guys i i love being with you i wondered if you have your bible could you turn with me to second corinthians if you've got the bible app that is sufficient with the give it up for the media team though would you they wish more than anything that that screen was working. I can assure you. I've been back there talking with them, and they are not excited about that not working. So um, don't blame them. At least if the wrong thing can't get put up there, if there ain't nothing up there at all. You know what I mean? So there's no looking back there now. Second Corinthians, the first chapter, and verse number 8 is where... We're going to be. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8. It goes like this. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experienced in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God, who raises the dead. He has delivered us from, this, from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us again. On him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. Man, I love that. Um, pray with me, would you? Jesus, thank you for... This church, thank you for this morning that you woke us up and 
brought us to Impact Church. I pray that uh, as we dive into Scripture and we talk about your word, I pray that you would meet us in this place and that uh, we would forever be changed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, I want to talk to you about pressure. I want to talk about just that word pressure. And we'll go back to, to this verse. But pressure is a word that I hear a lot uh, in life. Pressure at work. Pressure at home. Pressure to pay the bills. Pressure to, uh, you know, get somewhere on time. If you're like me, tend to be a little late. And there's pressure to to get to places when you need to get there. And there's pressure in uh, the things we do in life. And there just seems to be pressure. Pressure, um, I've noticed in sports a lot. I hear about Kevin Durant being under pressure. And uh, lately, because the Open Championship golf has been on, Tiger Woods is doing a little better, but now he's feeling pressure. Feel hearing KD and, and LeBron under pressure. And what what separates the greats from the average is how they perform under pressure. It, it, it's about pressure and pressure this. I read a list online of the most pressured jobs. Check this out. Number one, taxi driver. Taxi driver. They under some pressure, y'all. Number two, a police officer. Amen. We can agree with that. An event coordinator. Come on. <laughs> An airline pilot in there. A firefighter. Waiters and waitresses. Man, we don't give those folks enough credit. Teachers are on there. How many teachers would agree with that, right? Some of y'all teaching your kids at home. Right? I, I tend to feel a lot of pressure in my life just going through life. Sometimes even doing this right here. I feel a little bit of pressure to to say the right thing. And that when I open uh, this Bible that the Lord will give me something to speak. There's just something about doing this that there's a lot of pressure that goes along with this, I also read that the number one fear in the world is public speaking. Next one is death. So there you go. I mean, it's public speaking and dying. That's what people are scared of. So a lot of fear happening up here too, y'all. It's nerve-wracking. Um, there's just pressure making sure that that I deliver fully what I feel like God has asked me to say. And uh, there's a few things that I try to remind myself of whenever I get under pressure. And if you if you take notes uh, in church, I'd love for you to get get that out. If you don't, you know, we don't judge you harshly. We're judging you a little bit, though. It's good to take notes. If you don't, that's okay. I'm teasing. But Number one thing that I try to remind myself of is I've been here before. I, I've been here before. Paul, in our text in 2 Corinthians, 
he writes about the pressure of his ministry. And he's talking about things. And it must have been something intense because he said, we don't want you to be misinformed about the troubles we experienced in Asia. But we were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. It was something big he was dealing with. Something huge going on there. But Paul went on to say later, he said, look, he delivered me before, and he can and will deliver me again. I'm under pressure, but I've been here before. This is not the first time I've experienced pressure. I've been here before. He delivered me the last time I was under pressure, and I'm coming up on some pressure. I've been here before. Listen to some of the things that Paul experienced been beaten five times by the Jews with a, with a whip of 39 straps. Beaten by Roman rods three times. Stoned with rocks one time. Shipwrecked three times. Spent a whole night and a whole day just floating in the water. Um, he, he, he was fighting off robbers. He was struggling with his friends. Struggling with foes been at risk at the city, been at risk in the country, endangered by desert sun and endangered by sea storm and betrayed by those he thought were his brothers. He'd been drugged and and in the harbor and many a long, lonely night without sleep, missed a lot of meals, been blasted by the cold. He had gone through some stuff and dealt with some pressure. Amen? He had dealt with some pressure. And what I've learned is that pressure can blind us into thinking that this is the worst thing we've ever experienced. And that we have never felt this way before. This is the worst it's ever been. But the reality is, God has always been there. He was there the last time you went under pressure. He was there the first time you were under pressure. And he's going to be there the next time you endure pressure. He's always been there for us. Have you ever heard that phrase, I've been there and i done that? Been there, done that. I wish some of you would get that mentality when you come up under pressure. I've been there, done that. Look, I got the t-shirt to prove it. I've been there, done that. There, there's pressure in my life right now, but guess what? I've been there, done that. Pressure, pressure, pressure. In 1 Samuel, David, David was under pressure. He was under a pressured situation facing a giant named Goliath. There was some pressure, but David reminded himself that the same God that delivered him from the lion back a few chapters ago, and the same God before that delivered him from the bear, is the same God that is with me right now in this pressure, pressured situation that I'm feeling. It's that same God that's with me in this Goliath battle that was with me back then. And, and he delivered me before. So he'll most definitely do it again. This may be a different situation, but it's the same God. Amen? It's, it's the same God. So even if you have never faced a situation like you're in, we will still have the same faithful God 
to get us through this. I've been here before. Look at your neighbor. Tell him, I've been here before. I, I've been here before. I, ha- I had a friend, one of my leaders went to, um, to, like, uh, to the military. And they were uh, going through, like, when he came home from the military, he was going through his log of stuff that he had done, all these different, um, like, they had kept a log of all the activities that they had, activities, all of the brutal activities he had to, had to go through. And, and some of the things were like, I slept for three hours last night ran eight miles the next day and uh, climbed a 70-foot tower and um, ate one MRE. You know, it's, and it's like uh, really slept in today, slept three and a half hours. And it was like these type of things, and we're talking about it, and I'm like, man, boy, they really put you through it. He said, you know, the crazy thing is I was talking to, to one of the sergeants, and he said, that they were doing me a favor. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what kind of favors they're working with, but that's not like a favor to me. He said, yeah, he told me they're doing me a favor because they are prepping me for what's to come. And so uh, he said, he said, so when the real thing happens, I can defend myself because why? Because I've been here before. Because, see, I've been through this already, and my body's trained. I'm ready to go because I don't have to function on a lot of sleep now because I've been functioning on three hours. I'm thinking, man, I function on five hours, and I ain't doing good, man. <laughs> like throwing up and stuff. <laughs> like, I got to get my eight hours, guys, all right? But he said, no, I've been here before. So, so I'm ready to combat when the real thing happens. And some of you need to tell the enemy, look, I've been here before. Look, the same God delivered me before. I've been here before. Last time, you made me feel like I wasn't going to make it, but guess what? I made it. And, and, and last time, you made me feel like I wasn't going to get through it, but guess what? I got through it, and that's what you need to start telling the enemy. Look, you're trying your hardest, but look, I'm making it. I'm getting through the pressure. The pressure's not getting the best of me. I'm getting through the pressure. That's the first thing I tell myself is I've been here before. Number two is I'm better under pressure. I'm really better under pressure. Some of you are like, no, man, I played basketball in high school, and I missed that buzzer beater. I'm not that good under pressure, really. But, no, I'm going to help you um, because I have learned that pressure creates power. When... Anybody here work out? Gabe, raise your hand real high. Come on. Okay, raise it real high, wherever you're at. Um, there's something about that resistance and that pressure of working out that makes you stronger. It, it gives you a little more power and a little more strength after you, that resistance. And the next time you encounter that weight, it gets a little bit easier. Sometimes you even up the weight. And make it a little harder on yourself. Romans, the fifth chapter and the third verse says this. Romans 5, 3. Let me pull it up myself. Um, 
Y'all got that on the screen? Just kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, Romans 5 and 3 says this. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Man, that's hard. That's hard to hear. Not only so, but we glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Man, perseverance, character, and character, hope. Man, that's good stuff. That's enough to close the book and go home because that's a good word right there. Because perseverance ultimately produces hope. And what you're persevering against right now, that pressure you're feeling right now, ultimately leads to hope and character. If you just go through it, just push through it. But, but let, me t- let me warn you, be careful when you pray for patience. You're going to get it. <laughs> Listen, I got three kids. I pray for patience, (laughs) y'all. Three kids. But you will more than likely, after praying for patience, you'll more than likely get pressure. Because pressure produces perseverance and and hope. And you get all character when you pray for those things. Moses can tell you all about this. Because it took a lot of visits to Pharaoh. A lot of pressured visits before the children of Israel were free, before they ever found the freedom, they had to be put under some pressure. Daniel, in that lion's den, you would think that God would just deliver him out of the lion's den. But God delivered him in the lion's den. He had to be right in the pressure, right in the pressure of those lions with those growls and those mouths to, that would rip him open, he had to deal with some pressure. Joseph, what a story. Put Joseph in prison and lock him up for a crime he didn't even commit. He didn't even do it and leave him there for a while and watch what happens. He, he rises to be the second in command over the nation of Egypt, saving many lives. And he was able to say in Genesis, what you meant For evil, God meant for good. You put the pressure on, but God had a purpose. Amen? I felt the pressure you were putting on, but God had a purpose for that pressure. I'm better under pressure. Come on, look at your other neighbor and tell him, I'm better under pressure. Come on, say it again. I'm better under pressure. I'm better. Jesus, who who knelt down in the garden of Gethsemane and prayed that if there's any other way, let this cup pass from me. If there's any other way. But then he said, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Under pressure. He prayed until his sweat was like drops of blood, the Bible says. He prayed when everybody else was sleeping. He was praying. He prayed for the very ones who were persecuting him. That pressure. I I read a little bit about that word Gethsemane. And it means olive press. And and, an olive press, I don't know how familiar you are with this. But the only way to get the olive, I mean the oil, is to press the olive. You got to press 
on the olive to get the oil. And, I, and if you're under pressure, it's really not about what is happening to you, but it's about what God put in you. And that pressure creates power that comes out of you when that pressure is applied. There's power inside of you that can only be displayed if you have pressure applied. Amen? There's power that's in you that's just not being used because that pressure has got to squeeze it out. Some things can only happen when pressure is applied. You need some pressure in your life. You need some pressure uh, so that you can fight the battles that are coming up. you got to get stronger. When Goliath shows up, you can stand and face with the confidence saying, I'm better under pressure. I've already fought the lion and fought the bear, and I've gotten that under my belt. Now I'm ready for you, Goliath. I'm ready for you. Um, Aaron, can you can you bring out my goods? I, w- I want to illustrate this point a little a little better for you, Aaron's. I'll give it up for Aaron. Could you come on, Aaron's? Good folk right here, man. He he volunteered to help me out here. Let me let me have this. See this right here is fun. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's no big deal. Let's just get you a little little soaked. You know it's fun. It's not sulfuric acid, y'all. Come on. I mean it's just like it's just water. <laughs> All right. But but what's crazy? Is you know that's fun, but hey, can you just hold that for me? It's a lot more fun whenever, whenever you apply what pressure. Some about that pressure got y'all real nervous. Is what it's got y'all. I'm I'm wondering should I do it, Gabe? Should I do it? And I hear the Lord say, Yeah. It's the pressure, y'all. It's the pressure. That when the pressure is applied, the power comes through, right? Pressure creates power. There's something good. You, you might be under some pressure right now, and it's okay. Because with more cr- pressure is more power. More pressure is more power. God is loading you up with something powerful right now. High five somebody next to you and say, God's loading you up with something powerful. Better under pressure, y'all. You know, God said to Job, he said said this about Job. You know what? Put him under pressure and watch him grow. Put him under pressure and watch him grow. Some of the best moments I've had are right after I've been under pressure. Just best moments with Jesus and best moments in my walk and some of the best times I've uh, experienced having conversations about the Lord are when I was coming out of some pressure. I'm closing. You guys can come back up. and um, You know, I'm not sure who, who this was for. I'm not sure who I'm, who I'm talking to and who you are out there under pressure. But... Um, it doesn't matter nearly as much where the pressure comes from as it does what you do with the pressure. Um, Paul said, the people beating me thought they were punishing me. That's what Paul said. And I read to you all that Paul went through. He said, the people doing this, they thought they were punishing me. But really, 
they were producing the purpose of God within me. This was part of the plan. This was all getting me stronger. This was all making, because I'm better under pressure. The world can only teach you how to cope with pressure. Amen. They'll teach you. You can read books, and it'll tell you how to just cope with it and how to deal with it and how to handle it. But, but God will teach you how to convert your pressure into power. Thank you. Don't shoot anybody on your way out. Okay, I know you're tempted to. I know you want to. Um, man, I was talking uh, yesterday. We went to um, my granny and granddad's house, and we made some good homemade salsa. How many of you like homemade salsa? Come on. I'm telling you right now. You know, I got some for sale in the foyer for my kid. I'm just kidding. I don't. I kind of wish I did, though, honestly. Sell it for $100 a jar. Would you pay that? No. I got to feed my family, y'all. I'm saying, like, markup is crazy. <laughs> um, but but we, were, we were making some chips or some salsa um, and just having fun. And uh, we, we canned, man, I don't know how many jars did we can. I mean, probably felt like 18, 20 jars. I mean, like, pints of salsa. We're just, they had salsa running out of our ears. I mean, it was a ton of it. But I, uh, my granddad took me into this back room. We were talking about uh, just he has this. They have this room that's just got appliances. Like I think they bought every small appliance at Sears, and then they just have it in this room, <laughs> like juicers and blenders and stuff. And he's got this um, pressure cooker. And we're talking about this pressure cooker just yesterday, and we're and I'm asking him. I've never used a pressure cooker, so I, we're talking about, like, what does a pressure cooker even do? I don't even know what a pressure cooker does. And so he's like, it's crazy because you can take a chunk of meat and put it in a pressure cooker. And where it may normally, like in a crock pot or something, take all day to soften that meat up and to get it to where you can eat it, you can take a pressure cooker and in 45 minutes you can be eating. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I mean, sign me up, bro. But the reason is, is because it takes the pressure on the outside and puts it on the inside. And that steam creates pressure that does something special to that meat and makes it happen. And some of you, man, this is good. Some of you are in a pressured situation. And the pressured environment, the pressure-filled home, I don't know what it is. Um, but it's what is happening around you is not about the pressure. It's about what God is doing inside of you. You're the meat. And God is doing something to you right now. Next time you're under a pressured situation, maybe it's now. Tell yourself two things. One, I've been here before. It's not the first pressured situation I've ever experienced. And number two, I'm better under pressure. I'm really better. You can praise him under pressure. Amen? Can you stand to your feet? You can believe him under pressure. Amen? You, you can worship him under pressure. Some of you right now, you're under pressure. That don't mean you can't lift your hands and worship Him 
in his presence. You can exalt him under pressure. Pressure, pressure. They're going to sing a song. I don't know if the prayer team is ready. If you are, I'd love for you to come up while they're singing this song, folks that are under pressure. Man, don't hesitate to come up here and pray with somebody this morning. You're here for a purpose, for a reason. The Lord brought you here under pressure. These folks are ready and willing to pray with you. Let's pray right now. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for what you're doing in this church. God, thank you that even though we feel pressure right now, what that really means is that you're at work inside of us. You're growing us. You're molding us. You're making us into who you want us to be. Father, I pray for every person that's here that's dealing with pressure. Wherever that pressure's coming from, Father, we know that really doesn't matter. What really matters is what you're doing and what we'll do with the pressure that we feel. God, I pray that somebody here that's feeling that pressure would, would come to this front and pray with, with somebody. In Christ's name, amen.